Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Holiness Day by Day by Jerry Bridges. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. My name is Linda Vino, and I will be your host for today. The title of our devotion, Why the Cross, takes us through the scripture verse found in Hebrews 12 2. Jesus entered the cross despising the shame. Jerry Bridges begins this week's devotion with a question. How could it be that the eternal Son of God, by whom all things were created, would end up in his human nature dying one of the most cruel and humiliating deaths ever devised by people? The uncomprehensible answer is love. God's unfailing love for his created beings, you and me. Let's peel back the curtain of history and get a glimpse at the most life-altering event ever to take place on God's created earth. As we read the Genesis account of creation, we note that from utter chaos and darkness, God created the world that he declared very good. God's crowning achievement was man and woman, Adam and Eve. To them was given the responsibility to name the animals, a sign of authority over them. For these are in power have the right of naming. They were also responsible for taking care of God's garden. Their relationship with God Almighty was perfect. Also, Adam and Eve were free from shame, which signified their moral innocence. In Genesis 3, we see the entrance of God's enemy, the devil. We learn that he entered a serpent, one of God's perfect creatures, to entice our human parents away from God and separate God from them. And what was Satan's strategy? Well, he crafted rebellion in the guise of innocent self-interest. You see, God warned Adam, You may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you do, you are sure to die. However, Satan substituted his interpretation of God's command, for he said, You won't die. God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. And so they believed the lie of Satan and ate the fruit. Immediately they saw that they were naked and became ashamed and were stripped of their moral innocence. They saw themselves and each other in a different light. And as a result, they made a feeble attempt to cover themselves and their sinful nature with leaves. However, that was a covering that only God could accomplish. So God sacrificed an innocent animal and, as the scripture says, made clothing from animal skins for Adam and his wife. Is that all God did? In addition to a curse on Satan signifying that the seed of the woman would eventually reign victorious over Satan and what he had fostered in the human race, the rebellion of Adam and Eve also came with dire consequences. We learned that their bodies would return to dust and their lives would be that of laborious toil and fractured relationships. Also, as an act of mercy and grace, God banished them from the garden and placed an angel at the entrance to the garden with a flaming sword that flashed back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. If Adam and Eve were to eat the fruit of the tree, they would live forever, eternally separated from God and his blessings. So where is the tree of life and why is it so fiercely guarded by God's flaming sword? The answer is found in Revelation 22.1, as revealed to John. Then the angel showed me a river with the water of life clear as crystal, 
flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. It flowed down the center of the main street. On each side of the river grew a tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit. And how do we gain admission to this heavenly city? Well, John tells us in Revelation twenty-two fourteen, Blessed are those who wash their robes. They will be permitted to enter through the gate of the city and eat the fruit from the tree of life. So how do we wash our robes? It is by believing in the sacrificial blood shed on the cross by the Son of God for the remission of the sin that entered the world in the disastrous moment in the Garden of Eden. In Acts, we read, There is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. That was God's part in the redemption of his dearly loved ones. But what is our part? To believe and receive. Bible says, But to them who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And that answers one of the most important questions for all mankind to to consider. Why the cross? Let's pray. Almighty God, thank you so much for the sacrifice that you made with your son, Jesus, for the way that you protect us, you guide us, you direct our paths, for what the cross means for us, that we no longer have to live in sin and the weight of sin in our lives, that we come to you repentant, knowing that you forgive us, Lord. Thank you for what you have planned for us in this day, in this week, in this month. God, we love you, and we are so grateful that we are able to have a relationship with you. It is only because of your grace and your mercy, your forgiveness, your love, your compassion, your joy that we get to do anything, Lord, and we are grateful for that. It's in your holy, precious name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you can take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.